Hello there. Before we get started, I'd like to ask you to help make this podcast easier to find. You can do that by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or by subscribing to this podcast in the platform that you are listening on. Thank you. And now, on to the show. Vida Abu Productions welcomes you to the BE Podcast, a weekly podcast for the church dedicated to discussing theology for everyday life. Join in the conversation with Pastor Jonathan Gallardo and Henry Cruz. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to the VE Podcast. VE stands for Vida English Podcast. Again, this is an exclusive podcast for you, Vida One the Church in English. But don't let the exclusivity fool you. We want to also share this information with as many people that we can really reach, right? Yep. It's not only for the Vida the English crew, but we have you guys in our heart as we speak about these important theological concepts. Last week, wow, I almost forgot. I almost forgot to introduce myself too. Yeah. My name is Jonathan Gallardo, and mm-hmm. I'm the pastor at Vida Abundante Church. Mm-hmm. And I'm with Henry Cruz, and I'm associate pastor here at Vida Abundante Church. Associate. That sounds so like proper. Wow. So can you express <laughs> to us what an associate pastor is? He does a lot of things. <laughs> That's all, right. all I can say. That's another podcast. That's another, we'll, we'll discuss Henry's role in the church in another podcast. But for now, we will continue with our wonderful topic theme for this, at least for this month. We got a couple of podcasts on this, which is theodicy. Yeah. We, we spoke last time about this. And if you're just tuning in, I would really recommend that you start off with the first episode. But for those that don't want to go back to the first episode, just a brief uh, recap. What is theodicy? Yeah, we, we talked about theodicy and just the concept of there being a good God in an evil world that exists. And some of the ways we can think about answering that, that question that gets raised often in our culture. So a good God and an evil world, how do we reconcile that? That's yeah. basically what theodicy is. And once more, we're, we, we don't justify God in it, but God is justified even in the midst of evil. And uh, this week is an important week because we'll get to answer, well, maybe not answer completely, but mm-hmm. we'll at least have some, some common ground and a good way to defend ourselves from the perspective of evil because everyone asks at least those who try to oppose god and the concept of god if god exists then why does evil exist so then where does evil actually come from yeah where where is its genesis where is its birth and who who originated evil Mm -hmm. if it's so prevalent in the world where does it come from yeah, and, and that's, I think, the, one of the harder questions to answer uh, in a sense if we're trying to rationalize certain things. But uh, in a sense, evil really is a rebellion towards God. So in other words, we know that evil exists, but evil is not self-existing. In other words, it's the absence of good. And so well, the reason why this becomes a wrestle in theology and the reason why, uh, as we mentioned you know, last week, this epicurean philosophy mm. of of how can there be a good god when when evil exists that's in a sense how they negated the fact that god could exist is simply if god is good and there is evil evil exists therefore god can exist mm. or or at least if he does he's not good um and, and so the reason why we actually ponder with that and wrestle with that is because genesis 131 says and god saw everything that he made and behold it was very 
good. And so we know that the origin of God's creation is actually good. And, you know, to break this down, when we think of evil, then evil is the opposite of God's goodness. So it's a rebellion towards God, a rebellion that really begins in the heavens with with Lucifer and and a third of the angels that fall. And then it gets really depicted in Genesis chapter three, where the serpent mm-hmm. deceives Adam and Eve. But but in this you know concept of 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 evil, we we wrestle with with this fact that you know God is a a a creator who is good and, and you know an attribute of God is actually his goodness mm-hmm. and, and so you know this evil comes into the world a rebellion against God and ultimately we ultimately that leads to where we're affected mm-hmm. which is sin you know we're all now affected by sin and so sin not only affects you know the human heart but it affected creation uh, in, in itself and so you get for example what 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 theologians have called three aspects to evil which is you have a natural evil so natural you know um tornadoes Mm -hmm. hurricanes prior to genesis 3 this doesn't happen Mm -hmm. after genesis 3 one of the curses uh in these uh uh, rebukes that god gives Mm -hmm. uh there's a curse to the earth Mm -hmm. the ground the very ground has now been cursed so prior to so again, to, to Genesis 3, there is no hurricanes, mm-hmm. there are no tsunamis, there isn't this uh, hunger and famine and things that we see in our world. So that's what we would call natural evil. And then you have moral evil, which is the, the sinful heart now only desires to do wicked things, mm-hmm. evil things. And so our morality has, has been affected uh, by sin. And then, of course, there's uh, something I've already mentioned, which is supernatural evil. Satan and his forces, which, which seek to... Um, get us to to fall away from the lord to to rebel the commands of god uh and so on so so when we 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 talk about evil again so where does it come from it's a rebellion against god's goodness is the best way that i could define that now playing devil's advocate here yeah rebellion against god's goodness or even will comes from what like where does that how does one birth that again this is playing devil's advocate yeah but also you know if if we think about it like that the the common questions always come up then you know well god created the garden of eden yep if we start in genesis and everything like you said genesis 131 everything was good Mm -hmm. god is good everything he creates is good so naturally the skeptic will come in and just kind of say well hold up then if god created everything good how was it that that Adam and Eve were able to then do wrong and right. sin. So those are just kind of common, uh, you know, kickback to yep. to the good God. So how, how do we answer that in, in light of that? Yeah, and, and that's very important because Adam and Eve were not created perfect. They're created innocent. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a big distinction there, which is why, you know, we talk about this in theology. There is a creator-creation distinction. And that distinction is vast we're not mm. close to god it, it's something that i know our audience can't you know can't see my hand yeah. motions but but most people actually think you know god's up on top and i'm like a close second like like there's a few little yeah, attributes yeah. that separate us from god and while we're created in his image and his likeness that separation from god's perfection to adam and eve's innocence is still vast adam and eve were never going to be omnipotent they were never going to be omniscient they were never going to be a lot of the things that god 
is. And so that's something that, again, we need to understand as human beings, because, again, most of us would consider ourselves good people, Mm -hmm. kind people Mm -hmm. that, you know, in some sense, that's why people don't really see a need for God, because they don't actually understand the wickedness that's in their hearts. But where does this come from? Well, Adam and Eve were created innocent. Mm -hmm. Likewise, you know, this is the idea that we get with angelic beings like Mm -hmm. Satan, a third of the angels. They're created innocent and they're giving a specific task with with the case of Lucifer, his specific task was to worship. And so that task that God created him for was good, but he rebelled against God. And so then evil, again, an innocent being or creature decided to rebel against God. And that rebellion is what introduced evil. And likewise, in the garden, you see Adam is given specific instructions on what he's to do. And one of those commands is you can eat of any tree, which is what often people forget. It's not like God didn't give him trees to eat. It's not like he was hungry. Right. It's not like he was hungry. It's not like God forbid him from, he he gave him everything except one. And so that was the command that was given. And the moment Adam and Eve took from the fruit and ate, that's the moment that evil got introduced. So so how do we wrestle with this? Well, it's because, again, God created uh, Adam and Eve innocent, not perfect. Yeah. And again, that goes to show or at least to teach that creation is exactly that. Yep. It's a created entity. Mm-hmm. It's not God. Yep. That we need to remember and remind ourselves that we are not God and we cannot create others. And so that's the, or we can't create anything in mm-hmm. reality. We, we can't even create our own food at times. You know, I can't even cook for myself. We, <laughs> we can't, we can't make something out of nothing because we're not God. We're created beings. And, and in that creation, because we're not perfect, that can happen. There's right. No perfection in, in us. Now, as we continue in this journey of theodicy, we, we also, you know, we're reminded then we, we have to wrestle with this concept, okay? So it's still a a concept and a it's it's a big deal in, in, in our current state, especially in the world that we live today about dealing with this concept of evil. So many people have, have actually, you know, they've, they've come up with good arguments for yeah. this, you know? Um, even from the beginning of what we talked about, Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. this concept of free will. Yes. And some theodicists, have this stance they, they've defended god's justice or they defended god's goodness based on this free will notion of theodicy now let's discuss that a little bit more what does a free will theodicist say yeah and, and so a lot of what i've just defined a lot of people would say oh so he's a free will theodicist because again the free will theodicist would explain everything that i just said uh that Adam and Eve were created innocent and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll give the whole spiel that I just gave and they'll agree with it. But the problem is that's as far as they go. And so they'll say in this ability to choose Adam and Eve chose evil. And so from here on out, it's not God's fault that evil exists in in, in this sense. Um, 
But but it's humanity's fault. The fact that we're the ones that always choose evil. We're the ones that decide to kill. We're the ones that decide to steal. And that's true. But the problem with free will is that it pushes that so far as if God did not know this mm -hmm. was going to happen. As if God had not even, to a certain extent, preordained that this would happen. Mm -hmm. And so that's the, the problem with the free will theodicy view. They just simply argue that you know again it takes god out of the picture which mm -hmm. to begin with is problematic because the only reason we wrestle with this is not because we're saying humans were created innocent mm -hmm. and then they chose evil we wrestle with this because we're thinking through the idea that god identifies as good he the bible itself speaks of god as being a good creator but then there exists evil so to begin with my issue with free will theodicy is that it puts all the answers on humanity mm -hmm. but by doing that we're not even addressing the question we've mm -hmm. taken god out of the equation and it's simply oh humans chose that well it still doesn't deal with how can there be a good god and an evil world you know what i'm saying yeah, like yeah. like because because we've taken god out of it and, and so that's really ultimately the issue with with this um so so macarthur in in his um in his book uh uh, on doctrine mm -hmm. he talks about what's called a compatibilist view mm -hmm. um how is it that god is sovereign and preordains everything and then he you know he answers that with with this idea of of free will that in our sinful mm -hmm. nature the only thing that you and i choose so in a sense it's not that we have a free will um you know this idea of free will that we're freely choosing whatever mm -hmm. we want no because of sin, the only thing you and I want to choose is sin, is mm -hmm. evil. And, mm -hmm. and so, in a sense, we're not really free from, from that perspective. We're actually slaves to sin, you know. So that's the, our, our inclination is to do evil, is to sin. Uh, and so the compatibilist view, what it argues for is that we're living under these two spectrums. You know, mm -hmm. you've got a sovereign God who has ordained everything, is in control of everything, who, in fact, at times... Um, understands that evil is going to come so you see this in joseph's mm -hmm. life you know he says you meant it for evil mm -hmm. god meant it for good mm -hmm. god allows for all this evil mm -hmm. to happen in in joseph's life being sold by his brothers um sent to prison innocently but ultimately god allows for all of that to happen because in the end and we'll be dissecting this more you know um god has a greater glory to show mm -hmm. and 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 joseph while he was going through it, did not understand that. But in the end, he looked back and said, all this evil that God allowed that was meant to happen, uh, now I understand it was meant for good. It ended up being for Joseph's exactly. good. Exactly. So there's um, there's this understanding then that free will is kind of catching God by surprise. Right. And God has nothing to do with anything else that's going on with creation. And that's what we want to fight against. So yes. that's... That's a, one of the defenses that a theodicist would say, but it's not something that the, the Bible itself advocates for, and it's not something that we would want to push. And we're obviously going to give the our definition of it, maybe not in this mm -hmm. session, but the next. Uh, there's other aspects like soul-making theodicy that only advocates for a theodicy that allows evil to exist only to mature the person and to make them and build their character to right. a better place. And and so that only, again, that falls on the person that limits its attention only to the person and has nothing to do with God. What we would advocate for the future, I mean, after this podcast, what we're going to say is there is a greater glory mm -hmm. 
theodicy. Yeah. There's a theodicy that advocates for God's glory Glory, in the midst of evil. So in that sense, God ordained the fall of Adam. Yep, that's right. So we can't discuss that today, but that way next week, we hope that the listeners come back to listen to what the greater glory theodicy actually is. And we hope that you tune in to listen to the VE podcast. Once again, my name is Jonathan Gallardo. It's glad that you guys are here with us. And I'm with Henry Cruz. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. As Pastor Jonathan just said, we will continue next week with the title, Greater Glory. Don't miss it. In the meantime, I'd like to invite you to join us on Instagram and on Facebook. Our handle is Vida Abu Dhabi Church, which also happens to be our web address. Right there, you will find more information about our church and other resources that we offer. This is a Vida Abu Productions presentation.